From WXXI and the Little Theater, this is Movies in a Microphone. I'm your host, Scott Pukas, and we're going to start things off with a whimsical story. Stephen Chow's newest film, The Mermaid, was released in China February 8th. It produced the country's largest opening day of all time. Eleven days later, it became the highest-grossing Chinese film, again, of all time. While The Mermaid put up giant Star Wars and Deadpool-like box office numbers overseas, it was released in only a handful of theaters in the U.S. Luckily for us, The Little became one of those theaters. We've been fortunate to screen this fantasy comedy love story throughout April, and we have a handful of dates remaining before the film closes on Monday, April 25th. You can find showtimes at thelittle.org. So now you have to understand, this film is insane. It's crazy in the best way possible. One critic said it was full of, quote, absurd goofballery, which is the best word. Um, A commenter on The Little's Facebook page called it the Citizen Kane of half-octopus dude movies. And And City newspaper film critic and friend of the podcast, Adam Lubito, compared it to a live action Looney Tunes. So I just had to do a podcast on this. Uh, here to talk about the zaniness of The Mermaid is first-time podcast guest and Time Warner cable news reporter, Bree Foos. Bree, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Mr. Scott. Are it's you excited to be, to be here? here? I am. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about this movie. That is it good. Is good. That is good news. Goofballery. Because Great we word. are definitely going to talk about it a lot. Our second <laughs> guest also happens to be one of our first guests. Uh, we welcome back News 8 reporter and little super-duper fan, Jeff Rusak. <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> how many puns can we expect from you today? More than six, under 23. Okay, we're, we're taking bats. <laughs> In the uh, production booth, they're taking side bats, so we'll see. Steve's back there. We, <laughs> inside jokes. Hashtag inside <laughs> jokes. I love it. So we're going to start off with the most important question I think anyone has surrounding this movie. Are mermaids real? Bree, we're starting with you. Oh, gosh. I told you it's the first question. I know, I know. You warned me, and I've thought about it all day. You know, I'd like to say they are just because I think it'd be pretty neat, but I don't know. Magic and mystery. <laughs> I'd like to think they are. I'm going to take over on this question right now, oh, if you yeah, don't mind. It's your turn. I think they are, and I don't know why. Why not? It's fun to think they are. Unicorns could be real. Dinosaurs are real. Uh, We're th- real. Are. It still are. I know what tense I'm using. Uh, it's called Jurassic Park. And you want? I'm going to just give out my local connection right off the bat. <laughs> Go for it. If mermaids were to be real, and we'd assume they live in the ocean, salt water. If mermaids were to survive in one great lake, it would have to be Lake Ontario. Not because of the salt water, but because they could swim down the St. Lawrence and theoretically make it to Lake Ontario. You just blew my mind. My mind has been blown. People say that with sharks. I say, why not say it with mermaids? I mean, they're out there. My theory, I used to live in Canandaigua. Um, their Squaw Island is out there. It's on Canandaigua Lake, the smallest state park in New York. Fun fact. I feel mermaids live there. And I would tell people that, and they'd be like, no, it's just bird poo. And I'm like, no, there's mermaids. And that's what they want you to think. It's a magical disguise, but they're out there. Well, have you seen, I mean, there's been lore going back forever, obviously, with sailors and all the, and the whatnot. <laughs> but I, I, there's this one vivid one in my mind, this old, like, decrepit one they used to use for sideshows in, like, the early turn of the last century. Uh, I can't, I can't think of it. I think it, I think it was like used in the Barnum and Bailey's like first like shows. I don't I don't know if this is real. This could all be a lie. But, but the the one who gets a bad rap is the merman. It's always about the mermaid. But there's other mer people. 
There's yeah, like on The Little Mermaid. Merman. And it's I guess in this word. movie as well. <laughs> exactly. Even a crazy octopus man. That was that was a good transition. We we started to go. <laughs> Sorry. We started to go off the rails right away. <laughs> We're going to talk about magical things. We're going to have magical conversations. That's that is a good quote. I'm going to use that on the poster for this podcast. <laughs> so for those who don't know, uh, this is the plot of the movie. It's about a young mermaid who is given a mission by her human sea creature hybrid friends. Uh, she's supposed to court, seduce, then assassinate a wealthy developer who's destroying the mer people's home. Uh, and when you know it, she ends up falling for him. A forbidden love, if you will. Now, for me, the most surprising thing about this story was that it turned out to be like a forbidden love story, almost like a Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. just through a really twisted lens. Uh, what was the most surprising part for you guys? Jeff, we'll start with you on this one. The most surprising part? Um, I, I don't want to say it's the most surprising part, but I saw it coming, obviously, is when, when they do fall in love. And I, I don't know. I think it's so fantastic. It's another magical moment. It is a magical moment. The most surprising... Uh, Spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> Whoa, you couldn't guess that with what you just said right there? If we're given the plot, that's what's happening. Heads up. You should watch it. Uh, but real most surprising part is the amazing skateboarding abilities mermaids possess. Yes. <laughs> they are amazing. Oh, my gosh. And the fact that they just, like, cut her fin, another spoiler, and all, she just walks. She's, but you, like, don't realize that she's actually, like, waddling like the whole waddle, time yeah. until she takes, you know, the socks off and then the shoes, and it's like, oh, she's a mermaid. Merman. Sorry. And she, who really loves chicken. We just have to take a moment to discuss how much chicken she consumed in she this She ate movie. a lot of chicken. That. I was craving like chicken. Full chickens that. that you buy almost, pre-roasted at the grocery store. I almost wanted the chickens to play a larger role in the end of the film. Uh, they played into it pretty hard in the beginning, and then again when uh, they're kindling mm-hmm. their their love ship. Is that a word? Yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> as and much as mer people. As I, I, I would like to see a beginning chicken, a middle chicken, and an end chicken. Yeah. And like well, the very last scene when that kid was there, she she should have brought out a little chicken. Were they eating chicken? chicken? No, they weren't. But oh, she should man. Have, if they were eating like she chicken? She was cooking in the kitchen. She could have, you know, Missed opportunity. Out. Well, it's like the basic <laughs> rules of storytelling. Chekhov's chicken. If you introduce a chicken in the first act, that chicken better go off. Absolutely. By the final act. And it just didn't. No. A, a, minor, a minor disappointment. But I feel we have to go back to talk about their skateboarding and... So if you haven't seen it, and again, you should, Showtime's mm-hmm. at the little.org playing all throughout this weekend. Um, they have this amazing like skate park, water slide area in the Mermaid Cove, and it just looks amazing. It's they're a Tony sliding. Hawk. Yeah, it's yeah. like a it's giant a t- skateboarding ramp, and they're just going up and down it. It's I, I, I would love to have filmed this movie. It's, that looked like so much fun. I want to know how they built it, because it was an old ship, but they had all these like contraptions in there. Like in real life or for the movie? For the movie, like, how would these mer people build such a place? That's a great question. And well, how would they know, like, the bungee, the slingshot? Well, they're really good at science they're, and math. So, and I mean, <laughs> they they just move. I mean, they fly like when they get out of the water and they defy yeah. gravity with their great kicking abilities. They're and, like, like Asian carp. They wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, well, the, <laughs> my mind is blown again for the second time already. That's right. <laughs> yeah, well, they could fly, and the to me, one of my favorite characters was there's a half man, the aforementioned half man, half octopus dude, mm-hmm. um, who's hilarious, and he can also fly. Um, did you guys have like a breakthrough star or a favorite um, character in this movie? Bree, we'll start with you in this one. I liked the old woman, the old woman. <laughs> yes. 
because when it came down to it, she saved them all. She was so quiet the whole time, and then, you know, when things got a little rocky, she took her tail and... She would offer wise advice throughout yeah. the movie, though. She kind of reminded me of the, the weeping willow tree in Pocahontas. I like that. <laughs> she laid out the storyline of the past and the present and what could happen in the future. And she was able to do magic when, with the yeah, water, too. Yeah, she was too. really cool. She was I cool. I wish I could do that. I wish I was related to her. Who said you can't? We'll try. Have you tried it? No. One day. Maybe with my kayaking horse. I'll work on it. You should do it. Send us a picture. All right. Submit it to the little.org. We'll put it um, with this podcast. Uh, you could send it to China, send it to the director, and <laughs> be like, hey, here's your idea for a sequel to The Mermaid. Which needs to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, spoiler, kind of. They leave it open where a sequel could happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> Mini spoiler, I guess. The jinx? No, the whatever I said before. <laughs> no, I forgot already. When, when your mind has been blown this many times in a short time span, you just get forget. You get forgetful. <laughs> so what we're here for. So Jeff, did you have a favorite character or a star in this movie? Uh, the slightly younger, older mermaid woman. The one. <laughs> Brie <laughs> looks confused. And right. I'm a little confused as well. <laughs> as you should be. She wasn't very <laughs> crucial, but she was there for occasional moments of extra comedy uh like when they are in the building the mermaids land base is what i'm gonna call it um and the octopus man was spinning oh yeah and she just goes yeah i can be funny because she turned on the fan she turned the fan on and she was just like yeah i'm funny and i just uh she she won my heart right there very funny (laughs) the octopus did not fare very well throughout a lot of this movie (laughs) he did he did not he he had a rough He time, was a trooper. Now, here's what I'm thinking. What was your thought process during this? Because, like, at the beginning, I was like, okay, what is this? This is a little strange. And then I'm like, yeah. okay, I like this. And I'm like, this is funny. I really like this. Yeah. You know, did you have a similar line yeah. of thinking? It was a crescendo of liking for me. Yeah. Because uh, at first, it was, I was almost like, uh, what are we, what are we watching here? Like, some people walked out. Uh, yeah. And I do I, not recommend that. I wasn't, I wasn't that close to that at all. That, that would take a lot for me. <laughs> But um, when the first scene, it was just kind of like, what's going on? What's happening? And and the first scene, the really first scene when they're in the fake museum. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? I don't understand how. Like, all right, I I trust you. Yeah, it didn't seem to have anything to do even with the plot. It just seemed kind of like, what is this? This is just kind of strange. Even the second scene with the jetpack. Yeah, the jetpack. I'm like, Mm -hmm. "Uh, I'm going to laugh. I feel like I forced a couple laughs there. I forced it. But it had a jetpack. I mean, jetpacks are just cool. I'm for anything. I'm pro jetpack. That's my stance on those. I think it was just how the scene went because it just was like not realistic in any way. What? The mermaid movie? jetpack scene well, wasn't realistic <laughs> you know what i mean because i looked at you and i was like um what are we watching but then gold. i got really good got really i can't good. believe you weren't sold at the jetpack scene no was, is that was I that where you were sold? that was like big. chekhov's jetpack though i might add uh, that was very spoiler. much the case there yes so w- it, yes I, yep so was your thought process similar like to the crescendo where you're like, okay, I don't know about this. And you're like, hey, okay, I'm liking this. I'm liking absolutely. this a lot. Absolutely. I was pleasantly surprised at how much I liked it. And then at the end, I was, I, I think we should buy it, honestly. Okay. 
I think that'd be a good. You mean by the actual mermaid or by the movie? I mean, a mermaid would be cool to have, but a movie movie would be cool. (laughs) (laughs) It was good. But I think one thing I liked about this, too, it was one of the funnier films I've watched this year. And the movie's in Chinese, so there's English subtitles. But the humor is largely, it's physical humor. So it's very Mm -hmm. broad. It's very universal. Uh, Was there anything that stood out to you from a comedic standpoint or anything? Were you surprised about how funny it was? No. Um, you told me it was going to be a slapstick comedy. That was really all I had. I hadn't, I hadn't watched anything. I hadn't read anything. Uh, Which is a good way to go into a movie, any movie, I'd yeah, say, but especially this one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like The Little gives you a lot of opportunities to do that because uh, sometimes there are those movies that you're not seeing the previews for uh, uh, during a, a baseball game or something of the likes. Uh, but I... I really. What was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> I said. So you had your mind blown too. So yeah. you just you get forgetful. <laughs> I was just trying to give the little some <laughs> some credit. <laughs> well, we do have a lot of people that just come in. And they're like, "What movies are playing?" Like you're one, Jeff. That's why yeah. you're a super duper fan. Super Did you see fan. how I upgraded you? By the way, yeah, I can't. From I'm super fan to super duper fan. But the question was: Was there a standout uh, from a comedic standpoint from you? Any um, certain scene or again back to the characters uh well the standout oh it was all so funny the funniest part if that's what you're asking me and i'll answer that is the cop scene <laughs> oh that i great. i agree that was awesome that was fantastic and like you were saying <laughs> i mean obviously yeah we're this movie's in subtitles and it's in a different language but that comedy i mean it that's gold anywhere anyone's gonna laugh at that it at was any place on this globe that was we saw it in a pretty full theater too, and that was the scene I, that got the most reaction, the yeah. most laughter. I, I felt. Um, and if you haven't seen it, we're not going to tell you what it's about. You're, you're going to no spoilers peaked, here. We piqued your interest. Now you should go see the cop scene. If you have seen it, you know exactly what we're talking about, and you're probably laughing, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, that was classic. Aside from the comedy, though, there there was a little more of it to it. There was the forbidden romance. There was the drama. There was a little bit of a environmental, um, I think, message in there. Uh, were you surprised by that, or did you think that detracted from the movie in any way? The environmental message this is. I thought it was powerful, and I think it really hits home to a lot of global issues that we're currently facing. And I I, I thought that it was powerful. Well, especially if they're trying to do that in China. I mean, they are mm-hmm. pretty huge at delivering CO2 into our friendly atmosphere up here. Um, I mean, maybe that, that was looked at a little bit differently uh, in China. But here, I didn't even I didn't even think about it. Uh, I just I kind of mind-numbingly went through the plot just enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. I, I, never, I never took anything out of it like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe, maybe in a country, I, mean, I can't say we're much better, but... Uh, it's not that's not the point I took home at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's hard to say because you know, what made me think of it was it's in China. It was, like I said, the biggest box office hit of all time. So you think of what what is the U.S.'s biggest box office hit? Star Wars, The Force Awakens now, um, which really like movies like that. And I guess Avatar kind of had a message, which was also a big uh, box office mm-hmm. hit. But usually from that type of blockbuster, you don't see something like that. So I, I thought that was a little different. Um sort of interesting as well. So did you did you take that away, Bree, or is that kind of just an afterthought for you as well? No, I, I thought, because the, the very first couple shots, it looked like old news footage of, like, dying animals or just, like, overfishing. And so that kind of what, oh, maybe this has something to do with it. And as mm-hmm. it gradually went, especially when we figured out the whole thing about the sonar, I was like, oh, this makes sense. Why he's doing this, why they decided to buy all that land you know, kind of X, Y, and Z. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, the sonar, so that part was, it would, the sonar was so loud and would drive the mermaids out of the ocean, which is why they were in this little cove that we were talking about with the awesome skate park, which, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I would go to anyway. But there was like a specific both. reason they were there, and that was because of the sonar. Do you know how hard it was for me not to make sonar noises when you guys were just talking about oh, shit <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Now what I'm going to have to dub them in. You're making more Bing. work for me. <laughs> <laughs> no sound effects, as I told you the first time you were on, Are encouraged. Uh, which was the first episode, by the way, and this is now the tenth episode. Congratulations, by the so, way. So thank you. Wow. That's, to me, I'm going to dub it <laughs> for being on. Although, to both of us, I guess. Oh yeah, you're, you're neat too. I'm, we'll dub in applause here and cheering, and people don't know; they won't know that there's not actually applause. I mean, you guys could clap. That was your cue to clap. But oh, okay. sorry. Whatever. I was looking for the live audience. In front of a live studio audience, <laughs> this is little do we know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, little do we know, a name I do like. Um, hashtag little do we know. I'm just going to keep calling it. It was the runner-up in the in the selection of the names. I'm fine with that. Did not quite make it. Well, in the first podcast, <laughs> I asked people, I'm like, what do you think? Should we switch the name? And no one really responded in any way, and we, which is weird because we have millions of people that listen, and I guess they just didn't really. I was under the impression it was tens of millions, so. I mean, it fluctuates. Huh. Tens of millions, millions, it's a nice billions. Wow! <laughs> How many puns? We're up, we're getting up the pun list quickly. Um, so not to dive dive into <laughs> not to dive into spoilers. Was that pun intended? Yes, it was. Wow. I'm getting pretty salty over here. <laughs> hey, this, this Ocean podcast is, is making a splash. In, <laughs> I don't know. We trailed off there. Fishy. But anyway, to not get into spoilers. But good one. <laughs> <laughs> Things get surprisingly violent toward the end of this movie. Now, did this dis- uh, detract from anywhere? Did this surprise you? I mean, it, it kind of switched. It was an abrupt uh, switch in tone, I thought. It was slapstick, kind of funny. And it was some of it was physical humor where it was kind of slapstick. But then it just got really pretty violent and bloody at the end. You know, did that was that a necessary thing for the plot? Or did you kind of – did that kind of take away from the experience for you? I was just confused because – Things did get so violent, but then all of a sudden, all the mer people were like, okay, after being beaten and put I don't in think bags. So. Some of them may not have been okay. They didn't show anything, so I was under the impression that it was PG 13, so that okay, could have been part of it. But the, the main character, I felt really bad for her, and I thought it was slightly unnecessary. Just the tone of the film, yeah, like you were saying, it definitely. I feel like it definitely changed at that point because, yeah, we were dealing with this very slapstick comedy. Mm-hmm. And then it almost turned into, uh, I mean, it was violent. It was very violent. I mean, it was, it was I guess, action, turned into an action flick at that point, which I mm-hmm. guess if you're trying to incorporate everything, that's that's what you need to do. But it was almost like it was two movies in that sense yeah. in terms of when you watched it in the beginning, it was – very ha 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 ha. That's how I laugh. And then at the end, you're like, ooh, it's a very sophisticated laugh. Ooh. So I guess you get a lot of emotions out of it, but um, it, it turned, and I I didn't see that coming. Yeah, it, I mean, it was violent in parts. Uh, again, this is explaining kind of a uh, uh, comedic scene, so minor spoiler. But it was the half uh, octopus man, and he was at a at a restaurant, Aww. and they. So eventually they started cutting up his so tentacles gross. and they thought it was octopus and they were cooking it. Um, and it was funny because he was making funny faces, but it was actually like very violent if you think about it. But the end switches. It's like guns. It's people getting shot, uh, you know, spears. <laughs> to but the body thing, the yeah. thing with that, though, what I took away from that is it was the other woman who was in love with the developer. So to me, it kind of showed 
the power of lust and greed when it comes to relationships because she got so violent because she wanted to kill the mermaid because the guy was in love with the mermaid. Like at that point, it wasn't even about trying to get this island. She just wanted this other woman out of the picture. That was really good. That love triangles with mermaids can end. That's a land. That's a fact. Can end end poorly. (laughs) Which is why the mermaids are in hiding in real life where they don't want you to know about them because they know... They know about these problems. If you listen to this, mermaids, we will be your friends. Oh, the, we have a the mermaid audience <laughs> is very extensive for this podcast. You can that is true. Well, what's the percentage of ocean that we've discovered? Isn't it like ten percent or something like that? Yeah, yeah it's there's very so much small. because of the ocean. There's a world of mystery so there. Says, and the old woman said, "Dive deep, dive deep. That's where you'll be the safest." That's where they are. That's where they we are. We need to find a submarine. Where are they going to breathe, though? Ocean scientists, find this. Find the mermaids for us. <laughs> We're on it. Wow, there's there's ocean scientists in the live studio audience. They, they li- <laughs> Good for you guys. They're also huge fans of the podcast. Just people love it. People love the little podcast. Good. Movies in a microphone. Little <laughs> So you, you guys came as part of our sushi night. You came to this film. Um, did you enjoy the sushi, by the way? It was yeah. fabulous. It was from Bubble Fusion. We had bubble tea. It was Jeff's first experience with bubble yeah, tea. Yeah, I wanted to. <laughs> Dude, that's so Jeff, weird. will you please explain to us your first thoughts of drinking a tapioca pearl? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, it just, I, I can't I can't even describe it without thinking of ridiculous innuendos in my head. So I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just not going to. <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably the same choice. <laughs> But seriously, how great is sushi in a movie? I mean, it's a good combo, was, right? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, who thought of that idea? Uh, some genius. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it was me. <laughs> no, that was really cool, though. I mean, I mean, you never, when have you had sushi while sitting in a movie theater? By yeah. the way, I'm putting the applause track all through this part once once I added it. Tons of applause again. They're out there. Uh, but you guys also had a brilliant idea, and that is popcorn on sushi. Oh, that was all Jeffrey said. Which blew my mind for a third time. <laughs> Well, I guess that was the first time originally, but how did that taste? I actually didn't get to try that, but that sounds salty and delicious. It is. It's good. I mean, it's two good things put together to make one great thing. And that was cheesy popcorn, mind you, because everything I eat has to have cheese. What? <laughs> See, I granted I created it, but I feel I have the power to choose who names it. So what would you call it? I'd call it sushi corn. Sushi corn? Yeah, I can't beat that. You can't beat that? No. Sushi You're corn. putting me on the spot right now. <laughs> Poppy. <laughs> pop she. Pop, Pops. Pop sush. Pop. I just feel like I'm going to oh, say wow. a bad word. You're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit it out, though, so you can just go for it. We'll probably edit out this section anyway because we're kidding. What? We're talking about popcorn and sushi. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's no. This I always, needs to be spread. I always say I edit things out, and the secret is I never do. So. And even you talking about you editing it out, or do you edit that part out, No, too? I don't. I don't edit anything out. You keep it all? You yeah. edited my stuff out in the beginning. Well, I did not. We had a producer the then. Oh. oh, but I'm going to put up, if anyone wants, is interested, little.org, we're putting up an un unfiltered director's cut of that which is the whole conversation i don't think anyone's gonna listen (laughs) (laughs) i just want to put it up because it's gonna be hilarious we went on a ton of tangents on that oh i can only three will listen we'll have one i'll listen that's all we need that's all we need one listener and well irrational man which was the first podcast is now out on dvd blu-ray on demand so maybe someone will want to watch it and then be like hey i want to hear a conversation about it and now they can have you ever had a desire to watch that again uh no i had a dream about it the other day though do tell it was interesting well i was like watching it though i wasn't like in i wasn't the irrational man 
Just making sure you're not trying to kill people. <laughs> I wasn't the stranger or the irrational man. I was watching it in the dream, and I was like, that wasn't as good as I thought in my dream. Um, in real life, I liked it. Dream Scott was a little hesitant, so. I don't, we'll keep all this huh. in, though. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so here's the big question. If someone wants to watch The Mermaid, and again, the showtimes are at thelittle.org, uh, playing all throughout this weekend, is The Mermaid a good date movie? Would you bring a date to this movie? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Um, you're going to laugh, and you're going to learn about love. and Forbidden love. Yeah, yeah you're going to have something to talk about at the end because there's so many. I mean, even when we left the movie theater, we were walking down the street to go to a, a, a place, Victoire, to be exact. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Shout out, Victoire. Um, <laughs> Product placement. They'll give us free beer now. It's <laughs> a great place. We, um, I mean, we were talking about all the scenes, all the scenes we talked about right now. I mean, we were... It was pretty much this conversation. It really was. And I think I said, we should do a podcast on this, and, and here we are. lo and behold. <laughs> Little did are. we know. Oh, you're using it. I know. It's good. Gotcha. <laughs> I have to use it. <laughs> it's a pretty good date movie. Yeah, I would think so. I you have to make sure your date would be, like, open-minded, though. Well, that's a and great not, way like, to find out. Or not a mer person. Or a what? Or not a mer person. Oh, wow. That would be a... You're just yeah. like looking at her feet. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm sorry about this movie. This is maybe offensive. You know, you. today I found tube socks where if you put them together, it looks like you have a fin. I almost sent them. And you didn't wear them? I didn't, an... You have to like buy them online. Oh, okay. Okay, that's acceptable. I was pretty excited. Do you think... What do you think? Yeah, do you, would you... Do you... Why do you think it would be a bad one? Oh, I think it'd be a good one. I, would, I was just getting your opinion. But why it. do you think it would be a bad one? Uh, well, because of the end. The violence at the yeah. end. Some people, you'd have to go with someone that would be okay with that. Um, of course, I went on a date to the to Goodnight Mommy, which is the worst date movie. I don't um, know what that movie is. Well, it's a horror movie. Well, the trailer makes it look like a, a kind of a scary horror movie. So I'm like, oh, horror movie. This is good. Uh, it involves a lot of torture scenes. Minor spoiler about Goodnight oh, Mommy. Um, just like a really <laughs> brutal torture scenes. Like, have you seen Funny Games? Like, on par with that. And I'm not a scary movie guy. I don't watch scary yeah, movies. Yeah, it's it's I if I were you, I would have seen it when it was at the little, but now that it's not at the little, you can skip it. But you should go to we'll a movie. Take your advice. You should go to a movie at the little, which is a good segue to what I'm about to talk about next. Segways. <laughs> I I need me- more music in the podcast. I feel. <laughs> Ping. <laughs> and sound effects. <laughs> so the mermaid was part of our special programming. Um, April was our second month of doing this. We started this in March. Um, so what we do is a couple people at The Little, myself included, we pick three to four films. And these are – so The Little, we always play very independent and foreign films. So these are ones that are more exclu- – like aren't playing not only anywhere in Rochester, but The Mermaid was in – I think New York City was the next closest spot to it. So there are movies that are hard to find. Um, so they're on limited release, but they play throughout the month. Um, so what that means is they'll the three or four movies will rotate between one theater. So they won't play every single day. But they'll play throughout the month, and I think it usually equals like 10 to 20 screenings, depending on how we do it. Um, so there's a lot of interesting movies. So if you have any movies you want to see, send me an email at scott@thelittle.org, um, and our May lineup is set. Um, so you guys ready to hear about some movies we're getting? Yeah. Is that a real question? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> You're letting look up. Yeah. <laughs> I was worried to be like, nope. Ping. We're leaving. We're Whoop. out. <laughs> we got to go to the brewery right now. Segway. <laughs> I'm going to invite you back for all. <laughs> we, can, we can just record sound effects after this, and I can just press a button and use it. There we go. If I, I could do that for a living, I'd be the happiest man alive. <laughs> if you're out there, a person hiring for sound effects, 
guy, Jeff Rusak, is ready for you. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. There's a drip. Is there, is there a leak in here? <laughs> Did you see the leak? Programming note, there is not a leak. Excuse, that was a sound effect. Excuse me, audience member. Fetch a pail. <laughs> Fetch a pail. Right away, sir. You have a, a pail, a water dropping into the pail. It was the same guy who's uh, going to look into the mermaid thing. Yeah, he's he's our only guy in the audience. <laughs> You're making him feel uncomfortable. So anyway, our movie is coming out in May. <laughs> the first one is called Rio, I Love You. Uh, it's part of a series of films that focuses on different cities uh, within the world. I've not seen any of the previous ones, but it's getting very good ratings. Very excited about it. The next one, I guess you won't be seeing, Jeff, because it's a horror movie. Um, it's called Darling. So it's in black and white. If you watch the trailer, which is at thelittle.org. I've heard of it. We've also tweeted it out from the little Twitter and put it on Facebook as well. You can follow us on all these social media accounts I if do. you would like. Thank you. Even on Instagram. <laughs> yes, Instagram. We're on Snapchat. Little You're on Snapchat? Snapchat? What? Yeah. The snapping is, is slowly progressing, but we're on there. It'll, be, it'll just be all popcorn snaps. but. <laughs> And Little Popcorn is on Twitter as well. So anyway, Darling, black and white horror movie, kind of looks Hitchcock-esque from the trailer. And it's supposed to be real disturbing. It's about this woman. Um, The basic plot is it's about this woman. She lives in an apartment. She slowly dives into madness. So it looks intriguing. That's all I know. And I've heard this one of the movies where you don't want to know a lot going in. So I haven't done more than watch the trailers. I don't want to. I want to be spoiler free. Um, It's a great way to live life. But that's the basic thing. It's also getting good reviews. Uh, the third movie is a documentary. It's called Elstree 1976. Do you guys have an idea or a guess what this may be about? No, that was before my time. Uh, I was 10 then. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say it's about the bicentennial of America. It's about Star Wars. Oh, close Ooh, enough. I'm interested. Right? Right? Intriguing. So what it is, it's about the some of the side characters, like the people that play the stormtroopers or... Carl. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Boba Fett. Um, Tim. Carl Jr., actually, I think. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Joe. Um, so, Schmitty. <laughs> Schmitty played him? Schmitty. Yeah, Schmitty's in it. So it's about these these guys that play these small characters, um, and it's just a look. It's... On the from the first Star Wars, this is not or the original trilogy, not a new obviously hope. the newer one. Not is that what it is? Yeah, New Hope. Okay, good. Empire Strike. <laughs> I think that's a lot of Empire Strikes Back too, but it's not like Force Awakens. The or, best one, or any, yeah, or it's not any of the what are the the newer ones with Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman. It's not any of those, which are not quite as good. But here's the really exciting part. So this movie opens Friday, May sixth, on Saturday, May seventh. We're having a Star Wars costume contest. What? So, if anyone out there, you guys included, have a Stormtrooper cos- costume, a Darth Vader costume, I whatever I mean, creative. I did make a pretty cool Pelican's a Yoda one. costume. You did. Pelican. Yeah, shout out to them as well. Product placement. Boom. Sky coasters. Sky coasters. Sky coasters. I'm just going to say them. I'm just going to say their name over and over again. <laughs> We'll have to get them to soundtrack one of these podcasts. Oh, they should come for a podcast. We one should time. just talk about how awesome they are one time. <laughs> just have them on, like, you guys are great. Like, what does this have to do with the little or movies? Uh, nothing. Well, I mean, they, they also can play do great covers of Have Prince. them go watch a movie and just be like, all right, come on in and talk about it. I mean, that's movie. basically what I did with you guys. Right? <laughs> that's all you need to do. <laughs> that's a good idea. So, anyway, the Star Wars costume <laughs> contest. The We'll have a good prize. It's tentative now, so I won't say what it is, but it's something you'll want. So, get ready for that. Get your Star Wars costume out. What would you dress up as? What are you going to dress up as? Um, well, here's I would I would do something creative like a stormtrooper. It's kind of ordinary, so mm-hmm. I would 
I would I would go as the uh, Death Star. Wow. Wow. What would you go as? The little robot. <laughs> BB-8. Our, yeah. Can we have BB-8 sound effects, please? Beep, 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 beep. No, it's beep, beep, beep. so when i saw star wars the force awakens which i would have seen at the little theater but did not play obviously at the little um they left the subtitles on so every time he chirped it said bb8 chirps excitedly (laughs) which by the way i would not recommend watching that in subtitles which should i feel like that should be the sound effect (laughs) chirps excitedly (laughs) chirps excitedly beep bop boop beep i would love to see a bb8 there though I'll work People on it. dress as that, or if you build an actual BB-8, that would probably I just got a cardboard box today. Ooh, I'd be a lightsaber. Oh, okay. okay. I would just wear red <laughs> and make the sound effect. Obviously. <laughs> 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 well, you would have to clash against another lightsaber to do that. Should oh we yeah. Both go as lightsabers. Wow. I didn't answer, did I? <laughs> no, you, didn't. <laughs> you just said wow, and then looked at me like, "Please change the subject right now." <laughs> which I didn't. I just narrated the situation instead. <laughs> which, so, worked, which worked out great, by the way. I, <laughs> I think we're getting near the end here. Um, do you guys have final thoughts on the mermaid slash? If you want to give a shout out to your Twitter handle or anything, you have free reign to do so at this moment. Bree, we'll start with you. Well, I would just say. If you can see a foreign film, go into it with an open mind. Don't be skeptical of it because it'll be magical. Magic. And mermaids are real. And mermaids are real. Mermaids are real. We'll find some. No, we won't. We'll be. We'll have a sequel to this podcast if we find any mermaids. Deal. <laughs> Deal. I'm in. Win. Maybe we can get when one we find here. Mermaids. We can. Ha- I, I would love to have one in here. We'd have to check logistics. I don't know if they would need. Hey, logistics. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> well, I mean, she was on a water cool. for like a really long time that one day. So maybe if we just That's had true. a little pail and she could, they could waddle in. We'd water. supply chicken and yeah. jokes. And that what's chicken. the longest you can hold your breath? Uh, not very long. I feel like that's an important mermaid question. Yeah, I thought you were asking me that question. I was like, that's weird. But I, see, <laughs> I was like, what are you? Where are you getting at? So now I see where you're getting at. That is a good mermaid question. Yeah. See, this is why we need. An, I, I tried to get a mermaid for this. Who would you try? Episode. Manny. What? Manny the Merman. You've got, you've got Manny's number? Manny the Merman. Uh, Wait, who's well, Manny? No, but the Merman. Manny the Merman. I've never heard of him. What? You haven't heard of Manny the Merman? No. You need to Google him right, like, now Google if you can. <laughs> I got to we'll, tease my Twitter handle. We'll wait. Okay, go ahead. Oh, Sorry. yes. Go ahead, please. Yeah. So no, Everyone stop listening what? by now, by the way. Oh. It's, who? Please stop listening. I don't know. Our audience looks pretty excited. This is awesome. All right. Go ahead with your Twitter. Yeah, but I'll say feel free to... Follow me on Twitter. Send a story idea. Brianna TWC News. Wow. I do. She has excellent tweets. Very informative. Absolutely. You know, facts, it's my job. Excellent. Facts. Professional facts, facts. fact teller. That's what I like to say. <laughs> nice. Neat. <laughs> Jeff, final thoughts on the mermaid slash. You can give a shout out to anything you want. Say, uh, say hi to your mom if you want. You can say hi to Bree's mom if you would like as well. They're all listening. I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> Jolene's going to be Hi to everyone's mom. <laughs> Uh, the movie is really wonderful. I laughed. I Anytime I describe this movie to anyone, which I have been doing a lot over the past couple days since I saw it, is that I haven't laughed this hard at a movie in a very, very long time. 
and I'm not talking about a couple months. I'm talking, I'm talking years here. I oh, really, wow. I really haven't laughed that hard. Maybe it was because everyone else was there to laugh, and we we're all having fun, mm-hmm. eating our sushi and doing all that. But sushi I just, and popcorn. I just yeah. really, I, I really had a good time, and it was, it was a fantastic movie. Um, I, I want to describe it as like an Austin Powers almost, but I think I can it's, see that. I think it's funnier than an Austin Powers. <laughs> Some people are probably like, whoa, 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 back it was up. Enlightening. But in tone, it was it was kind of similar, where it was like yeah. a spoof on like a action movie, just as Austin Powers is a spoof on exactly. like a James Bond movie. Exactly, yeah. and that's that was the kind of feel that I got when I was watching it. But I I like the jokes better because I mean you've got those kind of raunchy jokes, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I feel like it didn't it didn't have to go to that kind of humor. It was just kind of it was a different kind of humor, but mm-hmm. it's the same kind of feel. It was. I agree, um, and I do like how this podcast was full of absurd goofballery. We did That's it. It's a great word. Did we really? I, I think we were pretty goofball. Uh, I couldn't do that it. That was a fail. <laughs> we got to get this leak Get fixed. this leak fixed. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, before we sign off, we are going to switch gears just a little. Take a deep breath. This is really switching gears here. At Jeff um, Rusak, News 8. What <laughs> is it? No, it's just at Jeff Rusak. News 8. <laughs> Jeff Rusak. Jeff is from News 8. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bree is from Time Warner Cable News. Both excellent. I get my news from you guys. Really? I do. Good, yes. and I used to work with Jeff, obviously at News Eight. So, you did? I, this is true. This is true. You, <laughs> for, you forgot already. Um, since you guys are journalists, I feel you may appreciate this. Uh, we have a new podcast. Uh, it's called Finding Tammy Joe. Uh, it begins May first. It's a collaboration between WXXI and the Democrat and Chronicle. Uh, it follows a 1979 murder case in Livingston County. It's hosted by WXXI reporter and movies in a microphone Muse. Kind of the co-creator, if you will, Veronica Volk. Volk. Sorry, Veronica. I messed up your name. <laughs> we'll keep that in. <laughs> Along with Gary Craig of the Democrat and Chronicle. So Finding Tammy Joe, it debuts May 1st. You can subscribe on iTunes, and you can subscribe to Movies in a Microphone at the little.org. We'll be on iTunes very shortly. Actually, it might be now. I haven't checked, but it'll be very shortly as soon as iTunes approves it. That's going to be really good. Y- you can follow it there. You can subscribe. This is our second episode in a week, so we really sometimes they just come out quickly, and you got to be subscribed. Here it is. And there's more information on the little.org. You guys, any last words here? I, I'm giving you one more chance before we sign off. That movie was neat. <laughs> the mermaid was neat. That. Mermaid was neat. You it heard has it been here. Second. You heard that here. So that's it for this episode. Thanks to Jeff Rusak of News 8. Thank you. And Bree Foose of Time Warner Cable News. Movies in a Microphone is brought to you by WXXI and the Little Theater. Remember, this is a pun coming. It's always a good time to hashtag take a little break. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>